Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Today, because the Valentine is coming up, I would like to preach the message of love. And I really like the message of love because God is love. And we need to feed our spirit with the Word of God. We need to renew our mind all the time. And as we hear the Word, our mind is renewed. And we will have the mind of Christ. And we will have more faith. And we can do what He said. Believe me, you listen to one sermon one time, you get certain revelation, but you listen to the second time, third time, the revelation in your spirit will increase and increase and you say, wow, I listened to this, but I did not get this until today. So that's how it works in our Christian walk. God showed us the lights from heaven, little by little. Therefore, we should be diligent in hearing and hearing of the Word of God to renew our mind. John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. How do people in the world know that we are God's disciple, Christ's disciple? Not because we hang a cross on our neck, not because we speak in tongues, not because we can quote the scripture or heal the sick, because demons can perform miracles as well. People know that we are Christ's disciple because we walk in love, because we love one another. The most important Trademark of the church should not be just nice carpet or nice worship. The most important thing is that when people walk into the church, they can sense the love of God from every member. And they can observe and experience the love among the believers. Jesus said that I give you a new commandment. A new commandment. When he said the new commandment to the New Testament church, or the new covenant that come to us by the blood of Jesus. It means that the new covenant or the new commandment is to replace the old commandments. The old commandment is the ten commandments that God gave to Moses. And we now have a new commandment we call a new commandment of love. Why we call it the new commandment? Because if you walk in love, you're going to practice the Ten Commandments anyway. You will not steal. You will not cheat. You will not commit adultery. You will not bear false witness. You will not lie. You will not take advantage of anybody. Because you love, you will not do those things to God and to other people. That's why the Bible says, love is the fulfillment of the law. The whole Bible if you can love God with all your heart and love your neighbors as yourself or love brother and sister, if you walk in love, you practice the whole Bible. The whole command of the Bible is the command of love. And the Bible says that we should love one another the same way God loves us, the same way Jesus loves us. How did Jesus love us? Jesus loved us 
while we were still sinners. Jesus loved us, cared for us while we were unlovely, and now we become children of God. God loves us even more than before. Therefore, we should love people who are unlovely. We should love our brother and sister who sometimes get on our nerve, and we should love people who sometimes bother us or sarcastic us or say something wrong against us. We should love even the unlovely in the church. We should do good to those who do evil to us. Natural human love is selfish, but God's love is selfless. So we all have the natural human selfish love inside us that we say, "Me, me, me." What you can do for me? We need to grow in love. Love is a sign of spiritual maturity. I share in Las Vegas this time. I'm not looking for a preacher. I'm looking for a minister who loves God's people, because the gift is one thing, but the love is another thing. People can be gifted, people can prophesy, people can speak in tongue, but if they don't love, it's like a clanking symbol. Love is the sign of spiritual maturity. Gift is not the maturity. When you walk in love, and do love grow, it means you become more spiritually mature. How many people want to be mature spiritually? I want to be spiritually mature. You know, when we walk in unforgiveness, we walk in bitterness, resentment, hatred. We are destroying our own life. From the medical point of view, people who get upset, get mad, and complain, their immune system gone down. They become sick, but pressure go up. They live a short life. But when you walk in love, you're happy. You forgive people. You do good to people. You're gonna live a long life. You will be healthier than other people. But the Bible promises us something, and we cannot claim this promise without obeying the commandment of God. I'm gonna read the promise to you. I believe this teaching is important. It's very important to you because many Christians are living in troubles, sickness, and problem and problem because they do not obey the new commandment of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, this is the promise of God. He said, "If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes." If you pay attention to His commands, again, love is the fulfillment of all the laws, all the commands in the Bible, and keep all His decrees. How are we going to keep all His decrees and commands? Walk in love. I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Walking in love. Will extend your life, will keep you healthy. When the devil attack your children with sickness and disease, you can say, "Get out of my house," because I walk in love. I have the right to claim the promise of God in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Because God said to me, "If I pay attention to the commands, if I follow His decrees, I will not be sick. My family will not be sick." Deuteronomy 28, 
verses 1 to 14. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all His commands, again, how you can follow all His commands, walk in love. Because when you love, you will not cheat anybody. You will not do harm in, to anybody. You will not gossip about anybody. You will not cause any damage to anybody. You love. You will love God. You will not cheat tithing. You will not cheat money from God because you love God with all your heart. Amen. I'll give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. What is the new commandment that Jesus gave to the church? That we should obey. Love one another. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. In other words, you will be blessed everywhere you go. You can live in uh, Africa. You can live in Thailand. You can live in Taiwan. Wherever you are, you're going to be blessed. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. Your children will be blessed. The crops of your land and the young of your livestock and the calf of your herd and the lambs of your flocks, your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. In other words, your business will be blessed. Your bank account will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. You will be blessed anytime. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He is giving to you. And I will continue to read from verse 13. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail, if you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them. You will always be at the top not at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. My dear brother and sister, because the new commandment of God is so important, because when you walk in love, love other people, love brother and sister in the church, all these blessings, all these promises of God belong to you. And you're going to live in good health, prosperity, success, any good things that God promises you in the Bible. And you can claim all this promise in your life. The Bible talks about being perfect in love, to be made perfect in love. I'm not perfect in love yet. In fact, when people offend you in the church, you should smile and be thankful because that will strengthen your love. So that you can practice love even more. When your husband offends you, you say, Thank God! I can practice. I can strengthen my love to forgive him and to do good to him even though he makes me mad. You should realize that every time people hurt your feeling, it's a good time that you can perfect your love by loving the unlovely. And you can forgive and you will not hold bitterness and do good to those who hurt you. Selfishness ruins people's life. Selfishness, hatred, unforgiveness really ruin every single home, every church, every health. Your health will be destroyed if you live in bitterness and unforgiveness. And the love of God is in our spirit here. 
is poured into our spirit by the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. So we have three parts here in our life. We have the physical body, the flesh, that is controlled by sinful nature. We also have the mind that needs to be renewed by the Word of God all the time. Because we have a lot of junk in our mind here from the world system. And we also have the spirit that is born again by the Spirit of God. Now, in order to walk in love, we need to crucify our flesh. We don't allow the flesh to dominate us. We don't walk by our soul or our mind, but we should walk by the Spirit. We should let the Spirit rise up to control our flesh, to control our mind so that we can walk in love. Many Christians are frustrated. Why? Because they know they have love on the inside of them, but they let their flesh control them, dominate them. They let their mind control them. We need to push the mind down, push the flesh down, and let the Spirit of God control us. Don't put the love of God in our spirit into the present of our life. Release it. Let the love of God in our spirit come out and release it and control our whole life. When people make us mad, just let the love of God flow out and put the flesh down and respond in the spiritual way. Amen? Let God express Himself. He is love. He wants to express love to you and me. There is a love gauge or love thermometer. You should type this up and make it, make it bold and with big fonts and put in front of your refrigerator. And every time you go to your refrigerator to get some cookie or some ice cream, some of you like ice cream, some of you like cake. When you want to eat cake and go to your ice cream, before you open the refrigerator, you look at this 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 8, to remind you every day what kind of lifestyle that represents the divine love. This is a gauge or thermometer to tell you how you walk in love. And do you walk in love right now? I like this scripture. I'm going to read from Amplified Bible because Amplified Bible explains much better. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-8 is the love gauge. Love endures long and is patient and kind. When you love, you endure long. People may do wrong things. People may get on your nerve, but you just keep long suffering. How many of you know that God is so long suffering with you? I got saved after I graduated from the medical school. God was long suffering to me for 26 years before I finished medical school. Or actually from the training, actually, from being neurosurgery training. Oh, I was a bad sinner. God was so patient with me, waited, waited for me to be born again and repent of my sin. When we love, we should be long-suffering. But sometimes some of us say, I'm a long-suffering person. I suffer long. I really endure mm, the mistake of my husband. I endure the mistake of my wife. But I need to yell at him. I need to be mean to him so he can learn the lesson. But the Bible says, love not only endures long, but be kind. 
be kind. Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, "How are you?" in a kind way. Say, "I love you," in a kind way. I love you in a kind way. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Be kind, not just long suffer, not just suffer long, but be kind to your brothers and sisters. Don't speak. You know, sometimes you don't yell. This is a problem with civilized culture. Sometimes we don't yell because we are not from um, the jungle and yelling and making noise like a barbarian type people. We are very civilized, but we are mean by using the word that cut into people's heart. You say something that make people feel oops, but you talk nice. Mm, nice, but just cut into the heart. You need to be kind in both the tone of voice and also in the word you say. Be kind all the time if you walk in love. So if you're not kind, you your love need to grow more this year. Okay, you're still not perfect in love yet. The Bible says, "Love is not boastful or vain glorious. Does not display itself haughtily. Is not conceited." arrogant and inflated with pride. When you love, you will be humble. Humble, humble, humble. Amen. You will not boast about how great my family is. My kids are so good. Look at me. I'm so gifted. Oh, now I know more than you, Pastor. I have gone to many, many Bible classes. You are so busy with surgery, but you don't have time to go to Bible classes. So I know the Bible more than you now. Oh, I can quote all the scripture. I know all the Old Testament, Pastor. I know more than you. Now you need to listen to me, and I can have the same attitude to toward people. I think that I know more than other people. I think that I'm better than other people. That is not love. When you love. You humble and you think about the goodness of the other people, amen. You appreciate other people what they have done. Look at their good things that they have tried the best they can. Instead of trying to put them down and lift yourself up, that you are better than other people. Love humbles, amen. Not only that, the Bible say it is not rude, unmanly. And does not act unbecomingly. So we can see that when we are loving, we are gentle, kind, and polite to people. We are not rude to people. We don't yell and use the word that cut into people's throat. Amen. Verse five, the Bible say, continue to say, love does not insist on its own right or its own way. For it is not self-seeking. When you walk in love, you are not thinking about my right. I'm gonna seek my own way, brother. I don't care what you think. If God tell me to do, I do it anyway. I don't care how you feel. When you love, you care about other people feeling. You care that you hurt them or not. You care whether your decision. Will cause harm to them or not? Will make them have a discouragement for five years or not? You need to think about other people, not just my self-seeking. Oh, my position, my fame, my success. 
You need to think about other people. Just love, love. Think of other people, not self-seeking, not my way, my right. In Romans chapter 13, verse 10, the Bible says, "Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law." If you want to walk in divine health, prosperity, and success, you. Walk in love. Because when you love, you fulfill the law of the whole Bible. And Exodus 15, 26, Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14 will be manifested in your life. Amen. Love does no harm to other people. Either by words, by action, or by any means, you will not be the contribution of anybody's downfall. There is a story that I heard from a minister. This minister is a traveling evangelist. He was invited by a young pastor of a church in the 50s. And the pastor promised him that when he came, the offering will be given to him, everything going to be paid for. But when he showed up in the church, the pastor did not keep his promise. He kept all the money. And he told the evangelist to ask money from three millionaires in the church. One of the millionaires owned a beautiful big hotel that offered him and his wife a room to stay for free for one week. So at that time, when the pastor told him, why don't you go and ask the millionaire, the owner of the hotel, to give you some offering? The evangelist think about Romans chapter 13, verse 10. Love does no harm to a neighbor, even though the neighbor deserves it. The pastor deserves to lose reputation because he cheated the evangelist. But the evangelist decided that I'm not going to do that to him because if I ask the millionaire to give me some offering, actually the evangelist lost money in that trip because he had to pay for the airplane ticket, pay for everything, the food, him and his wife, he left the city without any offering. He decided not to talk to the millionaire, that owner of the restaurant. He thought in his heart, if I ask money, the millionaire will know right away that his pastor cheated him, and then he will lose the respect to the pastor. So he keep his mouth shut to keep the reputation of the pastor. Later on, the millionaire came and asked the evangelist, I noticed something going on wrong here. And the evangelist still kept his mouth shut. He did not say any word. He left the city. You know what happened? The evangelist eventually lived to 90-something years old. Died of old age. Because the promise in Exodus 15, 26 and Deuteronomy 28 happened to him. But that pastor who cheated him died of cancer at 39 years old. He did not love. He is mean to this evangelist. My dear brother and sister, if we want to make a choice every day, even though people deserve your slap, your sarcastic word back, revenge, doing evil toward them because they did mean thing to you, I want to encourage all of you. Choose Love, forgive, be nice, be kind, be loving to people. Do not do any harm to 
anybody. Amen. Just make a decision. I gonna walk in love. Whenever I believe me, all of us get hurt by somebody. Believe me, somebody have done something wrong to us. Me too, Pastor Da too, you too. And when somebody done something wrong to you, I did something wrong to Pastor Da all the time. And thank God, Pastor Da still love me. So whenever you somebody does something wrong to you, you have a tendency to step out of love. And you get mad and boil up inside you, boil up, and you feel bad. Feel like I want to just slap his face. I want to encourage all of you right away. Step back in love. Forgive. Ask God for forgiveness. Forgive that person, husband and wife. I like to encourage you. If you right now have some boiling thing in your heart right now, you're just so mad at your husband right now, mad at your wife right now. I want to encourage you. Go home today and kneel down and pray and forgive one another. Ask one another for forgiveness. Walk back in love in the house so that you and your kids will be protected from the evil one. You shall be blessed in your family because you follow the new commands of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Walk in love every day, 24/7. When you step out, step back in. Everyone do like this. Step back in. Step back in, step back in right away. Amen. First Corinthians chapter thirteen verse seven. I'm gonna wrap up soon. Love bear up under anything. Actually, there's another scripture say, love takes in verse five. I'm sorry, verse five. Love takes no account of the evil done to it. So when you love, you don't keep record of wrongs. Amen. Love forgives. And forgets. Let it go. Don't talk about it anymore. And then love bears up under anything and everything. I like that. I like Amplified Bible. Anything and everything that comes. I want to change to the today language. Love puts up with anything and everything that come against you. Sometimes you can say that I can put up with my husband when he did not take a shower before he goes to bed, but I cannot put up when he come home late at night and didn't call me. But the Bible says you need to put up with everything and anything, everything and anything. Amen. Put up. Just forgive. How many people believe that God has put up with you a lot? How many people believe that you are so perfect and never make mistake? I'm not perfect either. God has put up with me so many years. So if God puts up with you, can you put up with other people? You should put up with other people. Amen. Amen. I would like to encourage all the parents and family in this room. This is the way you raise your kids and you raise your family. Okay, listen carefully. This is practical point. Please wrap around your kids and your spouse. With always love and faith. When something bad happened in your house, you have two choices. You have the choice of hatred, unforgiveness, and unbelief. What is the sign and symptom of unbelief and hatred? Nagging, preaching, complaining, worrying, and yelling, and getting mad. That is a sign of lack of faith. 
and a sign of hatred. But if you wrap around your children with love and faith, you are calm. You speak with the wisdom of God. You pray by faith, God. Even though I see bad thing happen to my kids, I'm gonna trust you that you're gonna change my kids. And you speak with love, with power, with patience. Speak with anointing under the power of the Holy Spirit, and then your kids gonna rise up to the level of your faith. They're gonna become what you believe. But if you put them down, you nag, you put them down all the time. Oh, you will not make it. You're gonna be failure if you say like that all the time, and you say the same thing to your husband the same way. They're gonna live according to what you say. You need to speak the word of faith. Pray. Don't worry about it. Just wrap around them with your love and faith. Amen. Everyone say, wrap around my loved ones with love and faith. The Bible say, its hopes are faithless under all circumstances. It endures everything. I like Amplified Bible on this one. Love never fails, never fades out, or becomes obsolete. Or comes to an end. If you walk in love, you will never be defeated. You will never fail. You will always have victory. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. And as for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. Yes, we need to seek the gift of the Holy Spirit, word of knowledge, healing, tongue, interpretation, prophecy, whatever. But the first and foremost thing that we need to seek is love, because we don't need healing in heaven, we don't need prophecy in heaven. One day, knowledge will be gone, but the thing that will last for eternity and never fails is. Love. Don't just seek the anointing and the gift and the ability to perform signs and wonders. The question is: Are you serious about being perfect in love or not? Let's not just pursue the gifts, but let us pursue the perfection of love. That when people come around you, they can see the perfect love of Jesus Christ through you. Amen. Let's seek for both the gift and the love. Let's grow up in the way of the Lord. Let us become the love child of a love God. Let us not do harm to anybody. Let us be patient and kind and forgiving. Amen. How many people say First Corinthians thirteen four to eight will be practiced by me from now on? Raise your hand up. Thank you, Jesus Christ. From now on, put this on your refrigerator. Be a gauge. Anytime you get out of these verses, you step back in right away, and you're gonna live a long life. You have a long, long day. God gonna extend the days of your life on earth here. You will not die prematurely. You will be blessed, prosperous, and successful. Because when you walk in love, you fulfill. All the laws in the Bible, Amen. 
Let's give hand to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't enjoy this preaching, I enjoy myself because this preaching is for me. <laughs> I need to grow up in love. Let's stand up. How many people believe that God makes you perfect in His sight? How many people believe God loves you so much? You mean so much to Him. Amen? Everyone say, I am precious in the eyes of God. He loves me. That's why He sent His Son to die for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, may your Holy Spirit pour out your love into our heart, Lord, that we will learn how to love like you. We learn how to, Lord, minister to other people in love like you, Lord. Lord, give us a spiritual eyes. Give us the mind of Christ, Lord. Oh, help us to walk in love every day. May this church, may our home be a place of love. Oh, you are the king of our life. You are the loving king, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We're going to grow up in love. We're going to be made perfect in love by you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We bless you and we honor you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Turn the person next to you and say, I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> bless you. trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. friends.
Yeah.